All right, all right. 11.04 and right back at it here. Pinpoint Health Show, info at pinpointhealth.ca. And uh, call through now. The phone lines are open uh, right now. 416-870-6400, star 640 on sale. You want to talk to Dr. Lou? This would be the hour to do so. How are you, pal? This is the hour. This is the hour. I really enjoy the phone calls. Last week was quiet. I think we only had a few, but the phone calls always make for, for more interesting conversation, I think. Um, what are we starting with today? So one one thing that I want everyone to pay attention to is the social media stuff. So go follow um, Dr. Lou and Pinpoint Health because uh, we're going to start doing product giveaways. So Come on, really? Uh, yeah, so Good. there are lots, lots of different healthcare products that you can have access to to win free, right? So mm-hmm. why not? Uh, get on there and, and take advantage of that. I think that's uh, uh, the first thing that I wanted to bring up. Um, and then, you know, I think this time of the year with, uh, let's talk about accidents, like car accidents and things yep. like that, because unfortunately, even on a day like today, um, a lot of rain coming down the ice um, and the things that happen, and we deal with a lot of car accidents. It's not It's not the majority of the things that we deal with, but it's definitely but it's a component. Um and the thing is, people don't realize how that trauma um, can affect you long term. Uh, a lot of the times you might not even experience the most severe of the symptoms that are a sequelae of that accident until potentially years later um, and, and the way your body can heal around things. And so it, it's sort of it's sad. I've seen a lot of sad cases when it comes to car accidents where uh, people who um, do a lot of different things in their lives have to stop doing those things, whether it's from a hobby perspective or a work perspective. Um, and, and it's and it's very, very important that although you may not feel um, necessarily all too bad following that car accident, that you do get assessed. Now, obviously, hopefully none of this, you know, the, the biggest goal here is prevention. You don't want to be sure. in an accident. The, why I bring it up is because the reality is that this time of the year, it's going uh, to happen. It's going to happen. You're going to be involved in a car accident, and hopefully it's not. Um, and it's not too bad, but regardless, you need to be uh, checked out, especially if there's some type of head trauma. That's a big thing that I've been realizing lately is there's a lot of people that have some type. And remember, head trauma is anything. Head trauma is a a light bang all the way to a very severe bang that, you know, you lose consciousness in. Uh, But even if you have any type of contact with your head, whether it's on the back of your seat, the window, the steering wheel, you need to go get checked out. It's incredible how many people I meet that were in a car accident and then they, you know, oh, someone came and picked me up and we just went home. Yeah. Right. You want to make sure it's very, very rare that something more serious, more sinister is going to happen. But why take that chance? That that to me just doesn't really make sense. And I think that's why we have the system that we have so that you can you can make sure to go get checked. Um, and I think that's a very, very important fact that if there's any type of head trauma, get that looked at right away. Um, because that that could potentially be life-threatening in some cases too. Very, very rare, as I'm saying. Um, But then, you know, when it comes to car accidents, the the vast majority of the complaints that follow that are things like concussion-type symptoms and spine-related symptoms. And, you know, again, they can go on for, for a very long time. In fact, sometimes... For the first week or so following a car accident, you may not even feel too much because of the adrenaline, all the yeah. things, and then it sort of will set in at some point later, um, and then all of a sudden you you can uh, um, you know not be doing so well, and so that that's an important thing to consider. But the point is that if you're driving, you should have car insurance, and if you have car insurance, um, you also have access to benefits for for this type of mm-hmm. stuff, and. 
another thing that's incredible is how many people I meet that that don't want to use it, take advantage of that. They think that my rates will go up. Yeah, something like you know, my rates go up, and that that's totally false. I mean, that's what it's there for. It's you should be utilizing it for these types of things. Now, that doesn't mean you know you have to. It has to be extensive treatment, but I do think seeing a professional. Um, is very, very important specifically. And I mean, at Pinpoint Health, we deal with this stuff. So if there's a Pinpoint Health near you, you can visit pinpointhealth.ca. If you've unfortunately been involved in a car accident, then then I think it's something that we can help out with. We also work on the medical assessment side of things where we can help build um, cases where we've talked about this before, where sometimes this also becomes a legal issue uh, because insurance companies are potentially always looking to uh, cut you off yep. and whatnot. Um, and so there's a way to build your case and medical assessments help with that. And that, that's more of a personal injury law show right. type of thing. But it's definitely part of the realm of healthcare where we do work in that area with different types of medical specialists um, to look at these things and help build the case, which I think is important. And even if you've been, I, I mean, that, that sort of leads me into if you've been involved in a car accident um, and you do have some type of legal claim going on and you're looking um, for medical experts to help build that. Your your lawyers will often have a team of people that they use, but um, that doesn't necessarily mean that those people are the best in the business. Uh, the team that that I and the people that I work with have started to put together on the medical assessment side of things are some leading experts in this stuff. So it might be of value if you have um, if you have something going on, and, and I'm happy to talk with anybody's lawyer to see if there's a way that we can help uh, build those cases because I I do think it's important to represent the people as well and I mean our job as a medical community becomes to decipher between those people that are genuinely hurt and those people that are not right, right? there are, there is a lot of oh, yeah. scamming that goes on in this industry too and that that is important and that's our job we weed that out and and we make sure that but there are there is a group of people that are genuinely hurt they genuinely have a problem and they genuinely need the the right attention and, and the right compensation so uh, we're we're here to help those people we're not interested in in lying or creating false claims it's it's all about being honest and and helping people who need it we'll take a, a short break you want to get into it to ask your questions about uh, your health car accident or otherwise 416-870-6400 star 640 on your cell pinpoint health show just getting warmed up Right here, Global News Radio, 1114. Plenty of time for you to call in and your questions about your health. Bring it on. That's uh, it's always better when it's a two-way conversation with you. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. Pinpoint Health on social, be it uh, Facebook or Instagram. And uh, you can search Dr. Lou as well in that regard. And, uh, yeah, there's lots of good stuff to be uh, to be gleaned uh, through social. I know I watch it all the time as well. So uh, get on her. Jim, hello there. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good, fella. What's up? Well, I'm uh, I'm not going to toot my own horn here. I've lost uh, about 130 pounds in the last year and a half. Nice. That's awesome. Good for you. Um, since I've done it, my uric acid levels have gone through the roof. Right. And I've been getting, well, they, they call it gout. I, I, mm. I don't call it gout because I don't get the, the soreness, like the, the burn from it. Well, um, if, I mean, gout is increased uric acid levels. So if you have that, you have gout. Okay. So yeah. But I know traditional gout goes into the feet. Um, you know, you get that sore toe, yeah. that type of things. I'm getting it in places like my knee, my hip, yeah. 
Yeah, it's possible. So it's more common for sure in the in the the first meditor or the first foot uh, the first Jesus. <laughs> I'm gonna be okay uh, in the foot uh, in the first digit of the foot for sure. It's most common there, but again, it can affect any joint. Um, so it is possible. It's rare for sure. It's you don't hear a lot of it, but it is possible to get it in other things now. The other, the other thing that comes to mind like right away is if you've lost that much weight, I'm assuming you're doing a lot more physical activity as well. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. so it could also be a combination of things, right? It could be like, yeah, you have high uric acid levels, but I guess at a certain point it becomes distinguishing. Are you feeling mechanical pain in those joints due to more activity and all those things? Or are you feeling uh, inflammation from the increased uric acid levels? So um, have they put you on any medication for? Yeah, they've, they've put me on a preventative. It, 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 it slows it down. Right. Um, but even like one light dose of it. Yeah. And like I, I'm inflamed again. Right. And then what about in terms of changing your diet? Are you eating a lot more like red meats and things like that? Are you going more of a keto type of diet? Because that... I, 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 right now I'm more keto. Yeah. Um, that's actually how I lost it. Yeah. And um, that's and also how you'll increase your uric acid levels, though. That That's sort of. So there's the nightshades, like any red meat, uh, red or uh, red wine, dark vegetables have tend to have more uric acid. So one of the things as a recommendation is is usually to also stay away from those things. But again, I I get you know it's sort of a double edged sword because you're also it's worked for you for for trying to lose weight. But there might be an advantage um, to you know more poultry, fish, alternatives. Like, yeah, alternatives, yeah, sure. right? So you could still stay on the keto, but if you if depending on how much of the the nightshade stuff, anything that's darker. Um, if you can stay away from that, that'll also help um, with the uric acid levels. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, was, I just found it weird because, you know, all the research that you do and every image that you look at, everything is, um, you know, it's, it's always in the lower extremities. It's, it's never... You know? Yeah, and and that that's sort of the problem with doing like Google research, right? You're always going to oh, see yeah, the on. the most common thing, but yeah, it it can definitely affect other joints. There's no there's no doubt about that. It's just based on gravity and things like the uric acid tends to settle in the foot, but but it, it's not being created in your foot either, right? It's being being wow. created in 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 your gut and those things, and it and it gets disseminated through the blood. So really, it can it can go anywhere. Um, but again, it tends to settle most often in the foot, but that doesn't mean that I, I, I've seen it in other places as well, for sure. But okay. again, I think one important thing, and, and it might be worth coming to see me, is just to consider could there be a mechanical component as well, right? Is, is there some component of that that is mechanical and, or maybe a little bit of both, which I think is probably most uh, likely, which often happens, right? So, so it is something to consider. Well, yeah, because I've gone from over 300 pounds. Yeah, so good man. that's good for you, though. Right. But, I mean, yeah, that that's the other thing about when, when people, when you do start to lose that significant amount of weight, there are going to be these pain issues that arise, um, more more so mechanical. Your example, we're talking about uh, something that's more systemic with the, with the gout. But definitely as you change your body, you do different things like the diet modifications. Um, you know, that, that stuff could happen. But, I, I, you know, one thing that I think is really good is you're not stopping because of this. You're trying to find a way right. to solve it and you keep going with your weight loss journey because I, I do think it's more important for you to be healthy. And, I mean, gout is uncomfortable, uh, but, you know, I think, I, I think any. I think you would probably take that trade if 
if, if someone said you're going to have gout and you're going to lose weight or you're not going to lose weight and you won't have gout, I think you probably would have taken the gout. So, and there are ways to control it, right? That That's a good thing. At the end of the day, it's uric acid. You can do different things to control it and, and still continue on your weight loss journey. Oh, absolutely. Now, I did have one other last quick question. Yeah, sure. I kind of, I kind of get conflicting messages on this. Sure. Can um, high acid or uric acid levels contribute to kidney stones? Yes. So one of the most common forms of, of kidney stones are uric acid because oh. there's different ones. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. It can lead to, to crystallization in, in the kidneys and lead to stones. Yes, for sure. Because that, that's, that's my battle I'm fighting right now. With. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, for 100%. So that, that's, and that's, you know, painful as hell, right? So most people, oh, most, most guys, through that. most guys that pass a stone say yeah. it's the equivalent of giving birth. Yeah, just for, shoot me like, in the head. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so my dad's like, just kill me now. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know what he's, I know what he's going through. My dad was screaming. But try to control that uric yeah. acid and, and, and that'll be, that'll help with the stones. Thanks for the call, Jimmy. And uh, plenty of time for you to call through. That's how it works right there. Bring it on. 416-870-6400. Star 640 on cell. Pinpoint House Show. Global News Radio. 1123 on the Pinpoint House Show. You want to reach out to one 855 Dr. Lou. That's uh, when we're not on the air. It's Pinpoint Health on social as well. Like Instagram and Facebook. Info at pinpointhealth.ca to, uh, to reach out by email. So get in there. Book a consultation. Book an appointment. Uh, get some answers. Failing that right now on the uh, on the phone. 416-870-6400. Star 640. On so we started talking about um, car accidents this time of year, and you mentioned head trauma. Can you or would you put whiplash in with that as well? I know it's a neck thing, but it's yeah, close to the I head. guess when, when I say head trauma is if there's actually con- typically okay. with whiplash. So if you're going to be rear-ended, you can imagine that you whip forward and whip back and hit the uh, hit the, the gotcha. back of the seat. So yeah. if there's contact of your head with something, that's considered a head trauma. Okay. Um, can whiplash create head type symptoms? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, our body is connected for a reason. Like this idea that your neck is separate from your head, it's not. It's, it's right there. The muscles, a lot of the nerves that come out of your neck go in to supply the skin in your head. So a lot of those whiplash symptoms, and I mean whiplash, we we it's it's a um, it's a a spine related diagnosis. But right. for sure, people that have whiplash one of the biggest symptoms that they experience is headache, headaches, right? Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that that's head trauma, that there's a neurological, um, uh, a neuropsychiatric cause to it, but definitely you can have symptoms that happen there. And and I mean, anybody that's had whiplash, like it's sort of like one of those terms you just say it and you think like, yeah, it's, you know, it can't be that bad. It's, it can be pretty bad. Yeah. Whiplash can be very bad, and there's different degrees of it. Um, with you know, you can have whiplash and have neurological deficits go along with it. It can become quite severe, and so those those types of uh, the that, that mechanism of injury where your head whips forward and whips back, we're not meant to do that. That is not what we're designed for. And when that happens, that really creates a lot of trauma um, in the neck. And interestingly enough, a lot of the therapy in when you're dealing with whiplash is targeted towards um, the muscles at the back that you can touch. One thing that I often educate people on is there's something called the deep neck flexors, which are actually on the front of the spine. Those get probably more damage through a whiplash injury, but they're never worked on, right? Because obviously in order to get to them, you'd have to go through your throat, which you're not going to do that. But the component, but you, things that you can't necessarily 
touch to, to have an intervention on, you could do exercises to affect. And really? I, yeah, hundred percent. I actually met with somebody this week where we were having this exact conversation about deep neck flexors. Um, it wasn't related to uh, a car accident, but they did have chronic neck issues. And the deep neck flexors as an analogy is sort of like when we're talking about the core for low back. Right, and that sort of makes yeah, sense to everybody. Makes sense. Good um, it, it makes sense to everybody. The deep neck flexors of the neck are, are the core of the neck. Like right. that is the core musculature that you can't target. No different than when you go when you get manual therapy on your back. People aren't necessarily working on your core. You're you're achieving that through different rehabilitation right. exercises. The deep neck flexors are unfortunately a. Um, uh, something that's often forgotten in the treatment of these chronic neck issues. But, I mean, when you do it, the the benefits of having uh, your deep neck flexors doing what they're supposed to do is tremendous, and you get that neck working properly again. And, I mean, that deconditioning of those deep neck flexors, that, that pain, is also the reason why we have pain with, like, say, working at a desk. It's the same thing. It's a, it's a longer mechanism. So you can imagine in a car accident, there's a, a quick instant yeah. where there's an effect on that deep neck flexor. You can equally have an effect on those groups of muscles through long-term, like sitting at a desk and working on a computer and having poor posture. You'll have, it'll eventually lead to the same thing. It's just one usually happens in, in a very quick instant and the other one happens in a slower progression of time. Uh, but the outcome can often be the same thing, which is chronic neck pain. It's really interesting you mentioned that about whiplash because you think, you know, in the extreme cases, I'm thinking, you know, maybe Dale Earnhardt back in the day when he went into that wall yeah. years ago, that didn't look bad, but it killed him. And now they yeah, have the Hans yeah. device where you can't do that anymore. It pulls you yeah, back. Yeah, it pulls you back. You yeah, yeah, for sure. There's it's been scary, a, man. It's very, very scary. And yeah. I mean, your neck is, there's a lot of crucial things there, right? If you fall the wrong, it, like, that's why I'm saying even, even with a whip, like going back to the car accident, if you have a whiplash without head trauma, as soon as paramedics come, if, if there was some type of an impact that caused your neck to move that much, they often board you in a collar, right? Right. right. Because it's so important because if you have a fracture, an unstable fracture in there, it may not necessarily kill you instantly or cause any damage instantly, but you have an unstable fracture and all of a sudden you turn your neck the wrong way or do something, that's, that's bad. That's bad stuff. That's why they'll often board you in a collar, take you to the hospital, get x-rays right away to make sure that there's no fracture, no fracture, take the collar off. Uh, but if there's neck trauma, head trauma, those are some very, very serious things that, again, you may not think like if it happens right away and you're walking around, you think, well, I'm walking around. I must be totally fine. You don't know. You don't know for sure. That's why neck and head trauma, go get that checked out. Let a professional make that decision. I'm not saying that every single time they'll send you for an x-ray because you can determine a lot of this stuff based on physical testing, but you don't want to be the person in charge of making that own decision for yourself or making like no different than, you know, saying, you know, you, you ask your wife and your wife tells you you're fine or your husband, like they are not the professionals. No kidding. Yeah. 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 And some of them may even actually want you dead. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you think about what is it, what is, what is your head weight? What is the average melon weight? I think like eight pounds. So it, just go to the gym. Gym, grab an eight-pound dumbbell yeah. and just walk around with it in your palm all day yeah, exactly. and see how yeah, far you get. Right? Your yeah. neck is your neck's tough. Yeah, to take 100%, care of it. Right? Yeah. Four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred star six forty on cell. Bring on your calls. That's how it works. Get some answers. Pinpoint Health Show, Global News Radio. Uh, just let that go for a sec. Jody's the best at this, man. You're definitely the oh, best man. on the board, Jody. Give you that much. I had a. Uh, Listener during Greg's show say, man, you're going to uh, pay tribute to Neil? A little rush? I know. There you go. So sad. Sucks, man.
67. I didn't even know that. I, did anybody know that he was sick? Like, I don't remember hearing that. Yeah, I, I, you I, I, I knew a year ago because oh, I you? had a, a friend who a friend who knew. So oh, but it, was it public? Like, was that no, pub, no, no he was right? A pretty private guy. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty private. private yeah, because then all of a sudden, yeah, actually, it was on your Instagram that I saw it first. Yeah, I was going through and I and I saw that you commented on that. I was like, what? God damn, that guy was talented, man. Oh, he's got to be one of the top For five, sure. like sure. best ever Absolutely. drummers. Like Absolutely. he's insane. I, I remember one. They used to like build out his 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 drum set around yeah. him. Sometimes like he'd be in the middle. That yeah, was great. And he had so many. Like, just, Did you ever see Rush live? No, Mental. never saw them live. Four no. times. Fantastic yeah. stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're the drums. That's what makes. Well, yeah. I mean, all of Rush is good, but yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. It's uh, yeah, sad stuff. Four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred star six forty on cell for the remainder of this hour to call in. Get a hold of Doctor Lou here on the Pinpoint Health Show at Pinpoint Health on uh, social as well. Yeah, on the break, I think we were talking about something that's really interesting. Where we're talking about um, the example of when, like, you've had chronic low back oh, oh yeah. and neck issues, and and you're you're doing a lot of stuff to modify, right? And that and that's an important thing that I talk a lot about with patients is not you can identify that something is bad for you right but yes. that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to stop that thing and and let me actually back up there you can identify that something is the root of the problem the example being let's take neck pain with working at a desk okay. right obviously we know that working at the desk is what's causing the problem now people think it's an all or none thing it's like well then i can't work at a desk so i should you know quit my job it's not, it's not about that it's modification no different than if i meet someone who has a knee issue and we know the source of it is due to running that i'm not saying never to be active again there's the the important thing here is finding the the modification and you could do different things with almost anything and that's where a professional is so valuable and a lot of what we do too um is 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 assessments in terms of like homes workplaces and those things to really start to look at okay we've we found what the source of the problem is mm -hmm. and how do we modify it and you were talking about how at the gym when you're doing planking when you do it a certain way it sets you off but you found a way yourself to modify it that seems yeah. to help you and that's really important that's it's very important for people to try to look if you're dealing with something look for the modifications um, that you could potentially try that will help you because a lot of these things you may not necessarily in some instances you may not be able to stop doing it like working and in other instances you may not want to stop because it's a hobby like if you're golfing and you continually get you know golfer's elbow and you're getting that epicondylitis and and that stuff that doesn't mean you have to stop golfing maybe there's some modification that can be made in the way you grip the club the way you swing all of these things that will allow you to bring those levels down but at the same time allow you to keep going with what you enjoy right. doing and i think that's an important thing where you know people often take this stuff as absolute like it's an all or none type of potential where it's like well you know i, I work and it hurts so maybe i should stop working and you and you hear that a lot but that may not be the best approach in fact i don't think it is i think the best approach is look for the modification so that you can continue doing that because i mean work is so much more outside of 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 the money aspect of it but that social aspect of feeling important there's an important psychology there um, and so you, I see this a lot with people who have gone off of work for various different reasons. The psychology changes a lot and, and they, and they start to de develop a lot of depression because you can hate your job, but it might still give you a sense of purpose and all these things. Sure. And, and, and that's an important thing. I mean, that's a whole different tangent for sure that we're, we're speaking about, but going back to the modification, 
don't think of things as like you know we when the last caller we were talking to about the gout like with the weight loss like and and he's using keto to help lose weight i didn't say don't eat meat anymore right like get get Just rid change of change what you're eating change there's yeah. different types of meats you can modify you can figure these things out for sure 416 870 6400 star 640 on cell it's 1137 got lots of time to call in with your uh, your issues if you have any would like to uh, discuss feel free to call in you know it, it, it's funny you mentioned the, the the planking at the gym it's also a matter of fact where i don't think you can once you get used to doing something or your body gets used to doing something you can't sit back in your laurels and just accept it yeah because a regular plank was getting too easy so the modifier was like, Hun- yeah well that's Holy huge crap, this to, pr- difficult to prevent now. adaptation right yeah 100 yeah. percent. yeah yeah that's that's huge and in anything and i use that example a lot right when i see people i've i've met tons of people that have come to see me over the years through the radio show who you know when i say well have you ever done rehabilitation you know at the clinic you were at or the professional you were seeing yeah yeah yeah. they you know they gave me a sheet of paper and they told me to do this and i did this but it you know and it's like that's the wrong approach because of what you just said your body is designed humans not your just your body everyone's body humans are designed to adapt to their environments okay we adapt so if you give somebody a sheet of exercises that they do at a certain point you're not going to achieve any more results. No different than if you said, well, I want to make my bicep bigger. And you give someone, okay, we'll do, you know, bicep curls, three sets, 15 reps uh, at whatever weight. If you don't do something to change that and you keep doing that, you're going to plateau you're, you're, you're gonna plateau very, very quickly. And, and rehabilitation um, is and, and in general taking care of your body from a healthcare perspective is very, very important. It's the adaptation component. It also, the adaptation works on the therapy intervention side of things, right? You can try, it's no different than when people try a new diet for the first time where they can achieve incredible results right away, right? And, and people are always so quick to say like, you know, I've been doing this for three weeks. It's the best thing ever. Um, but that's usually because your body's just not adapted to it yet so it's something totally different and then over time those people all of a sudden will start to say yeah i don't the results aren't the same no different than again on the therapy side of things when someone's taking a certain dosage of a medication sometimes you reach a threshold like you can meet someone who's never taken a Tylenol before and then all of a sudden they have a headache they take a Tylenol and it's the best thing since sliced bread but at a certain point that one Tylenol then becomes two then it becomes that every four to six hours because again there's a level of adaptation that happens uh, in any instance even on the therapeutic side of things and and that's an important um, aspect to understand about about us about being human is that we are designed to adapt to everything in our environment no matter what it is you got to keep it moving you got to keep it interesting or your yeah body you got to you, yeah you got to do different things you got to change it up and and that's and that's very important that on the therapy side it lends to the reason why you shouldn't become sort of hooked on any one intervention you should be trying to wean off right uh, don't run out of time. If you want to call in, get your uh, questions answered. There's always a big influx at 5 to 12 where we have no time. So now would be the time. 416-870-6400, star 640 on your cell. Pinpoint Health Show, Global News Radio. 1143 it is for the remainder of this hour. That's the uh, time you have to call in and talk about your uh, condition. Could be uh, anonymous. Doesn't matter if you want to get some answers or at Doesn't, least uh, yeah. you know go point in the right direction. Yeah. 416-870-6400, star 640. On cell when uh, Dr. Lou is not here, Pinpoint Health at Pinpoint Health is uh, the way to go on social or info at you can email anytime and the phone number one eight five 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 Dr. Lou D R L O U just that simple and, and take advantage of that. I mean that's a, that's a conversation if you have an issue. Uh, it might just be some simple advice like we do here on the radio that yep. can point someone in the right direction. So 
Um, you know, a lot of people are taking advantage of it, but for sure there's people that don't take advantage of it. You know, you should obviously, if this is an emergency, do not call one eight five 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 doctor Lee. You call nine one one. But right. for for things that are not emergencies and you're wondering, you have a question, you're unsure. I'm I'm really here to provide a service and 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 it doesn't cost you anything to do that right there's there's right. no there's nothing about it it's just really a, a way for you to maybe sort of get pointed in the right direction and I and I'm happy as as the calls have ramped up over the years I don't so I have someone who screens it right now um and then if it's something that needs to come to me but definitely if you want to have that specific conversation with me uh, I'm happy to do that right like and you can request that to the to the screener where you let them know like no this is this yeah. is something I really want to speak to Dr. Lou about uh, a lot of things are people at this point they sort of know mm -hmm. so it's just like I want to book an assessment which is why we're screening right. it cuz I don't do um that aspect of it but if you want to speak to me it's just simple leave it in leave it in the message or or when you speak to the screener just let them know that you want to speak to me and I I will give you a call back let them know a good time I'll I'll do my best I try to be uh um yeah, pretty available. Most you know what you can't you can't uh, you can't deny the 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 possible and we talked about this a little bit last week when it comes to placebo the therapeutic effect of just having a conversation with you and realizing you know what it's you're not on death's door it's okay I, I think yeah. I have an idea what this is not a big deal come in and see me and then yeah. the rest of the weekend they feel much better yeah before well, they even come in to see I, you, I right? had a person before we get to this next caller I had a person this week that had pretty severe um, stenosis that was leading to a lot of. Uh, um, like pretty much all of the sensory stuff in the lower limb was, I don't want to say shot, but it was, there, there were definitely significant findings. Right. right. Um, but you know, they've been going through this for years and they've seen a lot of people and I sat with them and just explaining to them, they, they were so much more confident. Like, and it wasn't like I was sitting there saying, Oh, you know, we're going to have a cure for you or anything like that. I just gave them the reality of the situation that at some level you have to accept what's going on. There's things you can do to modify, right. to slow down the progression and the reality of it. Um, just made it that did we just lose that call yeah henry was there i don't henry call us back if you uh if you dropped your phone or something uh, again 416-870-6400 um yeah so going back to to what i was saying about this this patient this week but that aspect and and using the placebo in terms of the interaction just the fact that i'm available to right. hear you out is a placebo effect that i'm sort of giving and i don't say that in a negative placebo is something we should all be taking advantage of so long as it's not you know twenty thousand dollars of some therapy intervention or whatever that that's where it gets a little dicey but but definitely from an interaction standpoint the positivity the the willingness to explain and i think if someone if someone were to ask me wh why you over somebody else like what is the distinguishing factor and this isn't me tooting my own horn but I think the distinguishing factor is the level of information that I provide to someone I don't think anybody you know I don't think most people would say that there's I don't think I do much different in terms of a physical exam like compared to someone who's equally prudent right sure. like you can do but I don't it's not that I think where the the true difference is, is if you're looking for, and the biggest complaint often in healthcare is, oh, I didn't get an explanation, or someone only spent three minutes with me and then I was out of the office. If you're tired of that approaching, you want someone who spends a lot of time with you, gives you those explanations, that's the value-added service that I think I, I bring to the table, and that's really my goal is, is to provide that. I really want to make sure that people understand uh, what's going on, and I provide the very best in, in evidence for them. And uh, yeah, I mean, even another person that I was seeing and I was mentioning to them about 
rehabilitation and therapy. And they said to me, because I was telling them to only do therapy when they were symptomatic, they had a chronic issue. And I was saying, you know, only do, really do therapy. And, and the person said, well, you know, you would think the fact that you own therapy centers, you'd be recommending like consistent therapy to everybody all the time. And I, and I said, no, that that's not the point of what I do. The point of what I do is to provide the right information. If someone does need therapy, that's why we have therapy centers for that very reason. But I'm not looking to trick people into therapy. I, I'm looking to provide therapy when it's absolutely required based on the scientific evidence. Plus your exposure. On this yeah, radio yeah. Show. The, I mean, the you, accountability you can't be a scumbag. No, the accountability <laughs> is huge. I mean, right. and and as we build out the social network, um, right. we're working on a podcast on Spotify and iTunes, which there's more to come on that later. But that accountability level, I'm not here to to rip somebody off, right? Like that that's not the objective. The objective has always been that I truly believe that there's a lot of um misinformed people in healthcare and healthcare is something that we all do or use at some point. And there's a lot of bad information out there. Um, And I think, you know, if you're looking for that credible source, again, I, maybe I'm biased, but I, I try to be as credible as possible because of the accountability factor uh, of this radio show for sure. And as you mentioned before, the problem is searching for something on Google. You will eventually seek it and find it, what you're looking for. So you've got to be really careful about that. Right? Yeah, and and a lot of the times you can see the very worst thing, right? You could yeah. type in a, a – at the end of the day, there's like, – it's funny because there's only so many symptoms humans can experience. It's the combination, of right? So so if you type in fever, this, that, right away, you know, stage four cancer, that that, that may yeah. – that is Might not, not be you. Yeah, it's not yeah. necessarily there. There's only so many symptoms that we can experience, and it's usually the combination of them in which order they happen. And that's what you can't distinguish on Google, right? Like sure. if you type in, you know, headache, this, that, you're not distinguishing, well, when did that happen? When was the first time you noticed it? How long has it been going on? That's really what paints the investigative diagnostic picture, which is the job of a healthcare professional. And, right. um, you know, if your diagnosis is wrong, then yeah, I can almost guarantee you that the treatment's going to be wrong. 416-870-6400, star 640 on sale. Got a few minutes left, which means you have more time to call in and ask your questions here. Pinpoint Health Show, Global News Radio. Pinpoint Health Show, anytime, one 855 Dr. Lou, D-R-L-O-U. That's when we are not on the air. Pinpoint Health on social, like Instagram and Facebook. There is tons of stuff to be viewed, read, and learned on the social media feed uh, with Pinpoint Health, so it's gaining momentum all the time. And email info at pinpointhealth.ca as well. Sharon, thank you for hanging on. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> Good morning. I'm fine. Great. I, I'm just tuning in late, but I got the part about uh, the Tylenol, and um, I've been experiencing uh, a lot of leg pain, my ankle, my heel, my knee, back, front, sides, everywhere, right up my leg. And it's um, it's sporadic. It goes from one place to another. Um, I'm finding it very hard to walk, extremely hard to get up from a standing uh, sitting position, and it takes me a while to get um, everything into gear before I can walk, whether I'm in bed or sitting. And um, <clears throat> I have been taking Tylenol to ease the pain. It does not eliminate it but it eases it for uh, a bit. Yeah. Um, so so my first question, Sharon, sorry to interrupt you, is have you seen anybody about this? I, I did see um, a doctor just this week, mm-hmm. and he's going to order some x-rays. 
Okay. For now, me. Can you describe yeah. your, like, what's the, is it like a numbness or pins and needles type of sensation in the leg? Or is it pain, like a sharp pain? Can you describe the character mm-hmm. a little bit? It's a sharp pain. Very sharp pain. Is it specific, yeah. like you could draw a line, like it almost feels like a nerve pain? Or, or is it right in the joints? Well, I don't think it's in the joints because it wouldn't be on either side of my ankle. And well, I don't think, I'm not being a doctor, but in my knee, it feels like it's um, it's in that like a muscly thing. I don't feel like I do yeah. have cartilage. So like soreness up on my knee. But How old are you, Sharon? Uh, Seventy-two. Seventy-two. Okay, and. Um, has you you mentioned something about walking? So if you're walking, do, do your legs tire or anything like that? Like, do they they become sort of weak and heavy, or or is that not what's happening? Um, somewhat, but I think um, my opinion for myself was that it's just I I can't tolerate the pain anymore, mm-hmm. and I am a walker, or I, I used to be, <laughs> but you know, like um, it's. It's a big effort, but the the biggest effort of, is sitting down because it's the getting up that really that bothers it. Yeah, a lot of pain. And where you and you're getting you're having X-rays of what all those different areas? Yes. Okay. When did this all start? Well, um, it's been really intense for about the last four months, I would say, and. Um, Every once in a while, I would get a little because I had a, a knee injury about twelve years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, I could feel that cartilage sort of moving around there. But maybe once a year, maybe not. But mm-hmm. I've always been an av- avid walker, mm-hmm. and um, I just now I, I'm at the point now that I can't tolerate the pain anymore. Right. And uh, so I only take Tylenol because the cardiologist says you never take blah, 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 all these other ones. And I just, um, so I stick to Tylenol if I need it. But I don't want to take more. I'm taking six a day of the extra strength. Mm-hmm. And um, that's my story. So okay. I yeah, I mean. I, if I was on the right track or not, I don't want to. Um, well, I think the right, so. Yes and no. I think I think there needs to be more investigation done. Like you, it's it's very hard for me over the radio to figure out what could be causing this leg pain. I'm trying. I I have thoughts of what it could be based on your age and some of the symptoms, but there's too many to to sort of try to decipher which one's which. But I think you seeing professionals and and starting to investigate that um, is very very important, right? So I think the Tylenol and those things. It's it's going to mask it where it can, but it's not going to look for the root cause, which will help you to look towards a solution, right? This is sort of you're providing a Band-Aid right now, and I think you're sort of at the point where, based on how severe it's become, you're looking for more of, of the root cause. And once you can identify that root cause, then all of a sudden the options um, for treating it will become much clearer. Uh, but, it's again, it's it's too hard for me over the phone and over the radio here to sort of determine um, what it could be. I mean, there's, it could be generalized soreness. Uh, it could be neurological, it could be systemic. There's a lot of things I think that need to be 
investigated. So I, I think the biggest thing is just having the right person to do that investigation. You're seeing who? Your family doctor? Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. So I, I continue seeing your family doctor and don't let up on it. Don't don't assume that, you know, it should just go away. Continue the investigative process until there's an answer there. And sometimes that requires you, the patient, to put some pressure on the doctor too to get to answers because sometimes... Uh, as healthcare professionals, we can become a little lazy and sort of tell people, okay, well, you know, it should get better, or, you know, but but sometimes it's about keeping the pressure on, on those people as well. Right, right. Well, I, I, I appreciate your opinion. I just, I just wondered if, um, you know, like I'm probably two months too late calling you, but... Um, you know, the it was the the case of the time, and all like how how much is too much, and and how long is too long, and um, and I appreciate yeah, that the, the, the oh. Tylenol stuff again for me. That's I I was using that example. I don't even remember what I was using, but I think th- towards adaptation, and I just used Tylenol as the example. Okay. I I I think when you have physical problems, uh, you need a physical intervention to try to solve them, and so I I don't think the the biochemical approach is is often the best so that's why i'm saying getting it diagnosed the right way might make the the treatment uh much clearer and once you have the right diagnosis you can plan for the right treatment to either help you know get rid of most of it or at the very least manage it so that you can live your life and that's that's what pinpoint health is all about it's all about getting the right diagnosis so that you can get the right treatment sharon appreciate the call please uh, circle back with us when you get to some more answers in the future now that we're done for the other uh, day one eight five 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 doctor lou d-r-l-o-u Info at pinpointhealth.ca through email and online with social, especially lots of stuff to be viewed there and listened to. It's at Pinpoint Health, Instagram, Facebook, etc. Join you next week here on the Pinpoint Health Show, Global News Radio.